Welcome to the Long Come Norwich podcast. West Ham are the next Premier League opponents, but before we get into our chat with Wayne McMullen of West Ham is Why We Drink, I want to point you in the direction of ACN Live, a fantastic knees up happening before the Man City game, which is coming up after the international break. Get to longcomenorwich.com for your tickets, which includes a lovely pint of wherry. Wayne, thank you for joining us on Long Come Norwich. Um, You've had a little bit of everything so far in your first three games. You won one, drawn one, lost one. Uh, what what are the thoughts so far then on on how you, your season has started? Well, you know, I think first of all, let me thank you, Tom, for like inviting us on the on your, your podcast. I appreciate it, and I'm very impressed with the work you lads have done. Um, as far as the season goes so far, it, it's pretty much it started off as I expected it. Um, I didn't expect we were going to go guns a blaring at, at Manchester City, um, so that was pretty much a a given. I, I didn't think we were going to lose five nothing. That's for definite. I think the one uh, one saving grace out of that is when they play Tottenham the next week. They actually said that we played harder than they did, and that made me feel kind of happy. Yeah, lovely. So, yeah. Other than that, um, you know, I, I think things have been going pretty much as expected. It, it's going to take a while for the new players to get the hang of uh, the Premier League, uh, get the hang of the team. Although um, Alou seems to have uh, come in with a bit of a bang, which is nice. Um, but I'm looking forward to the season and, uh, and and fully expect the team to to continue on from where they, they ended up last year, um, provided we stay healthy. So, so, so that's what, the, the important thing. So, so based on on carrying on from from last season's form, with you know new additions and, and hopefully kicking you on a bit, what is your what, what would you say is that the par um, expectation? Naturally, you're going to have glass half full, glass half empty fans like everyone does, but. Um, yeah. What would you say is the, is the kind of general mean of, of where West Ham fans think they should be finishing come come May? Well, I, I like to consider myself a, a glass is there fan, as opposed okay. to half empty or half full. Just it's grateful there, to be in the pub. <laughs> exactly, it's there. It's there to be filled, and we have to fill it whichever way we see see possible. Um, I, I think you know expectations are. Uh, I think they're realistic. I don't think we're we're unrealistic like we were in past years. I think if you speak to most fans, what we really want more than anything else is we want to run out a cup. Um, I, I think that's most most of the teams that aren't you know knocking at the door of the top four, so to speak, uh, really just want a run at the cup. And I, I know I'm speaking for all of the fans over here in 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 Texas, so in my local group, the Dallas Hammers, um, as well as um, you know the fans from back home. Is you know if you gave us all the choice between you. Know, finishing high up in the table and, and having a real good run at the cup and maybe having a stab at possibly winning one, um, I think we'd all go for that. So the expectation is that the team, uh, the manager, the coaches, the players take cup runs serious and that we go into a cup run, um, whether it be Carabao or whether it be FA Cup, um, to, to go and win it. And that's what we really want. Well, you mentioned there, um, you know, your your Dallas Hammers and and your your podcast with a bit of a difference. So it's the West Ham is why we drink podcast, which is the reason that uh, I, I picked you guys out of the few to to have a chat with. Um, there's a couple of them did, did were kind enough to come back to us, but um, the the name sounds like your your fans after our own heart. Um, uh, and it's interesting because you you guys are, are based in the states, aren't you? Yeah, we are. We're actually we're, we're three mates from from uh, who are based in in. Like the the suburbs, or should I say, just north of Dallas. Um, we started a group uh, back in 2012 called the Dallas Hammers. Uh, we've got it's it's like a real family type group. I mean, we've got easily up to up to 50 or 60 on a good day that, that turn up in a in a local pub. Um, uh, you know, and it's a good mix of um, of expats from back home in England. Uh, myself and Adam who were on the podcast. 
along with um, some very, very knowledgeable and enthusiastic Americans. Um, and, and James is, is that, that part on the podcast with us, James Hayes. Um, and we just, we want, wanted to do a podcast. We knew it was something we really wanted to do. Um, we're on Twitter a lot, and we realized that there's a lot of negativity around pretty much Twitter and our team. And we wanted to do something that wasn't your run-of-the-mill type of podcast. It wasn't just an hour's worth of talking about the, the game or an hour's worth of talking about where we've gone wrong or what we could do better. But we wanted to entertain and we wanted to have a bit of a laugh, um, which is why we said, you know, West Ham is why we drink is what we're going to call it because we drink whether we're happy, we drink whether we're sad, and, <laughs> or we drink whether we're celebrating. We just like to drink. Um, I think I think it's one of the one of the great things about um, the, the the modern game is the ability to connect uh, fans via podcasts, especially transplanted fans. Um, and we, you know we've got uh, there's a New York Canaries uh, guy who's really active on yeah. on Twitter, and and we've got uh, much closer to home, but the Capital Canaries get togethers are fantastic, and and it just there's always been those 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 groups. My dad used to play for um, Norwich City supporters London branch. Um, uh, on Hackney Downs and and, his, oh, right. and they played they played in kind of knockoff kit and um, so there's always been those those transplanted um, fan groups but but now it's just so much easier to actually all have seen the games get together and, and drink or or not if if you know if if that's not your thing but but mostly get together and drink it and watch the game so um, it, it's great that podcasts are a good way of, of spreading that and and hopefully can you know growing the game and growing fan bases in in individual pockets of, of places where they haven't already picked a Premier League team for any reason. Um, exactly. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't think there's too much of a of a natural tie in between Dallas and um, and, the, and the bowling ground or or London Stadium. There's none. <laughs> there's, yeah. no, there's none at all. I mean, we're we're it, it's the same just about anywhere you go in the United States. It's everybody seems to pick you know the top four teams: the Liverpools, the Man U's, the, the the Man Cities, and God forbid now we see we see a lot of, lot of Tottenham supporters popping up. Um, but they're they're glory seekers. They're plastic fans for, for the most part. Well, I tell you we, what, Man U find... will be delighted to be referred to as top four. It's been a while since they've been. Oh included, yeah, seriously, right? <laughs> seriously, right? Well, I'm talking in the past. In the past, you know, we've been over here a while. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing them this year. I really am. I'm looking forward to playing everyone. Every, every game is an opportunity to get together with my mates. And um, like I said, we've, we've really got a family. Um, they're really supporting the podcast well. Uh, we're getting some, some great feedback on the podcast. And we wanted to entertain. I mean, it, that's what we really wanted to do is we wanted to offer a viable alternative to the people that are just tired of hearing other people's opinions on matches. And we just wanted to get out there, talk West Ham, but really bring it more in from, from the fans, what their opinions are, and, and have more of a sort of uh, an interesting, quirky view of what, what's going on and, and just kind of have fun with it. It's an extension of the pub. The podcast really is an extension of the pub. And if people feel like they're sitting in a pub, sit down, have a beer, you know, pop the top off your bottle or pour out a glass of whiskey um, and listen to our podcast, uh, then you'll feel right at home because we just have a blast while we're doing it. Awesome. So you mentioned looking forward to, to playing various people. Uh, obviously, it's Norwich this weekend. Um, what, what are your impressions of, of Norwich so far this season? Have you managed to catch many of the highlights or, or either of the live you know, games? Of yeah, actually, I mean, of course, when I contacted, well, should I say when you contacted me, I mean, I did a little bit of quick research to make sure I'd know what I was talking about and realised I really know nothing about Norwich. Um, <laughs> it's... Um, everyone's talking about this 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 puff of pie geezer you've got that's going to rip us to shreds. Um, and, I, and I've watched him, and I'll tell you what, if our, our defence isn't 
isn't on the ball, and they really, quite frankly, have not been on the ball for the last three matches. Um, I think he could. I think he could do us some serious damage. Um, I think it's going to be a good, fast-flowing game. Um, Norwich, you know, cu- coming up. I'm sure that, you know, you guys have got aspirations. What, in fact, what what are your aspirations of the season? What do you what do you see is happening with, with the match on Saturday? What would you yeah. like to get out of it? Well, this this is a this is a game that not only is it really easy for us to to travel to. Um, so you know, it's one of the. I mean, we we are we're not exactly in the northeast. Um, we don't have the troubles of, of a Plymouth or or a Sunderland, but um, but you know, there's a lot of long treks from from Norwich to get to most places. So th- this is one of the ones that, that you know, people want to go to as a newer stadium um, that they haven't been to, and also because it's it's really easy on the train. Um, so yeah. we, we there's a lot that you know we were always going to going to sell out that no worries, but the. Um, this is one of those away games where um, we would say we've got a chance of getting something from this. Um, uh, we are pretty confident against most teams. I mean, we went into the Chelsea game um, and and two thirds of the, the podcast brethren thought we would get a result. I mean, I, I predicted we'd lose three one, so three two. I wasn't too far out. I'm only two goals wrong so far through the first uh-huh. three games. Um, I've, I've got all three results right so far, but I do think that um, I, I do actually think that we'll we'll get the three points on on uh, tomorrow as we were talking. We're recording this Friday evening, and I do think we'll get the three points. I, I think that, um, that the confidence, the momentum, the, the, the some of the, the football we played against Chelsea. Um, again against Newcastle, but then you know, up until last week they looked like they were going to drop out of the league. Then all of a sudden yeah, they woke seriously. up and put in a performance. I mean, if they'd have defended anything like as well as they did against Tottenham against us, then we might have only got a couple. But I mean, they, they were so poor. But I, I mean, most Norwich fans are travelling with expectation, not hope, um, uh, to, to to the ground on on Saturday because um, we've given such a tough test to Chelsea. Um, yeah. And and you know hit the bar at, at three two with not long to go and we're, we're in that game creating chances and yes there was clearly a, a, a period of the game in the second half the first fifteen twenty minutes of the second half when um, we were pinned we were pinned back and, and having to do some defending but we've got some pretty good defenders so so that's fine I mean th- three of our um, three of our back four have just got oh sorry th- three of our lads have just gone into the under twenty ones uh, team. Um, that, that was announced today. Uh, so Campwell, who scored against Chelsea and, and has already got two assists to his name, um, and uh, the, the two fantastic young uh, English centre back, uh, well, centre back Godfrey and and fullback uh, Aaron's. Um, so you know we, we've got some talent in the team, and, and the confidence yeah. is so high that because the performances have been good, even though we've won one and, and lost two, the performances have been so good throughout that that we we're already kind of fairly confident that we're going to be fine. So like I say, any away game in the Premier League is, is challenging. Um, yeah. However, West Ham is one of the away games that we'll travel more with, with expectation than hope. So I, I do actually think that, that we might nick, nick, nick three points and, and go into the international break feeling very happy. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause I mean, I mean, we sat down and we did our prediction in, in the last podcast and, um, my two mates uh, who do the podcast with me, James and Adam, they they both predicted that that West Ham would win, and they looked at me and I'm, they're like, "Well, you know, what do you think?" And and I think this is going to be a major test for us um, because we tend to when we come up against a, and I don't mean this just disrespectfully, an unknown quantity, so to speak, um, and we don't know an awful lot about Norwich. Um, you guys haven't played this for a long time. Um, it's not like there's a is any animosity between the two teams. Um, so it's not like we're going to be up for it like we would be against a rival like Chelsea or 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 Tottenham or Arsenal, like one of the the, the, the major London clubs. So I think a lot of it does depend on on which team of West Ham turns up on the day. I really well, do. I mean, and and that's what it boils down to. I, I 
I said, you know, I, I've got I've got a stinking feeling, and I hate to say this. Um, I get the feeling that that maybe we're 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 not going to win this one. And I, I said, I think it I think it'd be pretty pretty exciting game. I think both teams play very very fast attacking football. Um, and I think I, I think that that you guys have got a good chance of nicking this. I really do. Um, well, so what, what I hope the, I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> to I, I, all you I hope you're right. fans out there, I hope I'm bloody wrong. No, I, really no, no. Do. I, I, yeah. I think I think I, I think you might be spot on, but we'll, we'll see come Saturday night. But um, yeah, go, going back to it's been a couple of years since um, we played you. Um, it was 15, 16, and, and and we got a couple of draws. The um, but but obviously more recently, um, the, the one guy that you should know a bit about is, is Sam Byram, who who came to Carroll Road this summer. Um, obviously, had a lot of uh, injuries um, and, and issues there. What what's what was your feeling around him when when he was was a part of the setup? Because he did play quite a few Premier League games before. Yeah, he did. Injury. Um, yeah, I, the thing with Sam Byron is, I think he was given an opportunity to step up a level and really prove himself. I don't know that he quite did it. Um, and I think that's it's a shame because I think he's a good good lad and I think he's a talented footballer. Uh, I mean, anyone that gets you know some first team time is a talented footballer. Um, I think the move on for him was good for him. I really do. I, I don't think he fit into what what Pellegrini is looking for. Um, and and you know certainly there's no animosity there at all. We wish him all the best of luck. Um, we hope that he you know he he falls over and and, and makes some really bad mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he won't, we got, like, you're very unlikely to see him on. You're very unlikely to see him basically in the Premier League this season, um, if it yeah. isn't other than to just fill in. Cause, I mean, he's very much back up to to Maxi Aaron's. Like I say, that yeah. one of the lads that's in the under 21s, and um, and to be honest, you know, what one of our best players. So it, it to us, it looked like really, really sound business. Um, Weber, yeah. uh, who, who's been you know heralded with with such fantastic scouting, um, and he's the you know he he's the guy who can claim the credit for probably the greatest value free transfer that the Premier League's ever seen in, in Timmy Pukki. Um but but he's got uh, he's got a real talent for bringing in uh, very uh, very low risk high reward players and for, for 750 grand um, Sam Byron with, with the kind of experience he's got if Sam Byron's you know uh, legs held together then actually as a backup in a prem to have a to have a backup right back who has had that number of uh, Premier League games under his belt um, rather, you know, as a promoted team, to, to have that kind of luxury is actually really nice rather than, you know, ha- having your first choice right back go down and, and you know, hopefully it doesn't happen with, with Maxi with injury. But if you do need to, to bring someone in, to, to be able to know that the person who's coming in has already got 40-odd um, Premier League appearances rather yeah. than halfway through the season, right now I've got to see if I can step up at this level. You know, him him already having played there will, will give him so much confidence. So, yeah. so like I say, you, you, just, unless something terrible happens and Max falls down the stairs or um which, which has already happened to one of our players this season um then actually i i, I hope you won't actually see him see, see him tomorrow so um who, who do you think we should be wary of um on, on saturday who, who do you think i know that antonio was going to have a scan to see if he's fit and he's a, he's a fantastic yeah player. we, we don't know too much about too. what's going on with, with antonio i mean that was a it was a bit of a shocker it, it, antonio is one of those players and he's 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 a player i love on the on the squad probably more than than most of our attacking players because he's you know, you love him, and you one week and you hate him the next because he 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 can do some incredible stuff. And sometimes it's like I mean, I looked at my backyard in Texas the other day, and there's a football there, and I think I think it was one that, that Antonio had shot at the goal last season. <laughs> um, it's like one of those deals. But um, yeah, that I think that's going to hurt us. I really do because I think he shakes up the the defeat the, the, the defenses of other teams, and and he, and he brings that 
that sort of like you know he, he's the it factor he, he will just lift it and, and he will do something about it but um on on form from the last couple of games i think Aller is 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 proving a bit of a handful for people um he's certainly he's not not afraid to take a stab at goal i think he's a He's a, a world-class striker, and I think we're very lucky to have got him. So I think he's going to give you some, some issues. Um, Lanzini now just signed a, a massive new contract for the club. So any any questions over him staying with West Ham are, are well and truly over and done with. I think he could have a very good game. I really do, because I think there's going to be some movement around around where, where Lanzini and where, where Anderson are playing now due to the fact that Antonio is is not available. Um and quite frankly, that Yarmolenko, who, who's been, you know, our, our right winger starting, um, really doesn't quite look like he's 100% fit yet, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I think I think that you could see some some good through balls from from Anderson and some good through balls from Lanzini, and uh, that that are connecting with 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 Ella, and um, I, and I think those those are the, the plays you really need to look out for. I really do. I mean, that they've they've just proven quality. They really are. So. Um, so speak, speaking of proven quality, one of one of uh, an ex-player of the season, um, Robert Snodgrass, oh, is obviously plying his chair, his trade at the moment with, with you guys. Um, he, he surprised, he surprised everyone when he was sent out on loan because you know we, we've seen him, we've seen the delivery that he can provide in the Premier yeah. League, uh, and he did it week in week out in the Premier League for us. Um, and uh, and to be fair, uh, with again to 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 reiterate what you said earlier, with no disrespect to West Ham, injuries aside, I really did expect him to be plying his trade further up the league by now, j- just purely because of the incredible delivery that he puts in. Almost every ball he would put in, you would never be cross with the with the cross. You'd be angry that someone didn't get on the end of it because he, yeah. he's got that way of swooping the ball in. And every set piece, we felt like we had a chance when he was in the team. Um, and you know, luckily we, we've got some good, we've got very good direct free kick takers now. But we're not, we, we, you know, we haven't quite got what we had with Madison um, a year or so ago, and 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 then before that, Snodgrass with with, with dead ball delivery. So, um, yeah, how, how much do you guys love Snoddy? Well, you know, it, it's funny. I think he was given an unfair uh, task to to replace uh, Demi Payet. I really do. When when Payet left out, everyone felt rotten. We all hated that the fact that the snake had done that to us. Um, and poor old Snoddy came in and, and everyone's like, well, he's going to have to take his place now. And that was impossible because, I mean, Payet was just was was phenomenal for us. Um, what what I really love about about Snoddy is the way that he just goes for everything. He's my type of player. Um, he would have been my, my vote for Hammer of the Year last year, quite frankly. I, I think he I think he epitomizes everything that West Ham stands for. His hard work, work ethic, um, the man's talented. Um he, he's not afraid to graft. He's not afraid to, to, to give the fans what, what they want and what they need. Um, he, he communicates well. Um, he communicates well on the pitch. He communicates well off the pitch with, with, with the fans as well. Um, he's well-loved. He really is well-loved. Um, and and I, I, I would, was over the moon when they actually offered him an extension of the contract this year. I think the man's brilliant. In fact, he's, he's, he's my number on the back of my shirt that I've got for West Ham. And, oh, wow. uh, yeah, in fact, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I've got the superstition. I don't put actual names on the back of shirts anymore because every time I do that, something happens to them. Yeah. So I put, I put McMessy on the back of my shirt okay. this this last year, and I think the man's brilliant. He's he's my favourite on the squad. Well, 
one of my favourites on the squad, shall I say. And but, just, uh, just just for for the nods fans, so Wayne's second name is McMullen, so I don't think he's quite going as far as saying that um, that Snoddy is the, the Scottish Messi, but uh, he's certainly <laughs> he's, he's certainly decent. Uh, he's certainly decent. I think the man. I, I just love everything about him. Really he's a good do. boy as well, like yeah. character. Wise, um, he, he's an example of the sort of character that hopefully, um, once we've consolidated um, in the Premier League, the end of this season, we will be looking slightly north of, of some of the players we've got in from a budget point of view, but only very slightly because we've got a very strict no dickheads policy. Um, yeah, and and you do have to be careful with with you know, the more the wages, the, the harder it's going to be to enforce that. Um, and, and they've been re- the reason we've done so little transfer business um, in terms of players in. Um, is because you know we can't afford to um, we can't afford to get someone in that's going to improve what we've got. It's as simple as that. The people that we can afford to get in uh, were very very unlikely to actually be better than than the guys we've got. Especially bearing in mind the togetherness and the momentum that you get with promotion, which obviously you guys know because you've been promoted from um, from the league below as well. You know, not yeah. that long ago. So, so yeah. Okay. Well, I uh, appreciate your time going through the uh, going through the preview. But of course, as as a guest of Long Come Knowledge, that does mean you do need to, to take part in, in the Long Come Knowledge quiz. So that's one minute to try and answer uh, six questions so far. I'll go for it. I'm terrible so at quizzes. You've got two. <laughs> top of the leaderboard so far this season is um, John from uh, the Anfield Rap, who managed to, to two out of six. I have tried to make the questions easier, um, but I've already tested these out on Punt, one of the podcast lads, and he only managed three out of six. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I wish you all the best, Wayne. I really do. But, I mean, I just can't get this quiz right. It's always too hard. Right, ready. <laughs> your time starts now. Name one of the West Ham scorers the last time they played Norwich in the Premier League in 2016. Oh, blimey. Antonio. Incorrect. Uh, which midfielder got sent off in 2004 for West Ham at Carrow Road for two bookings, one of which was repeatedly taking corners outside of the quadrangle? Pass. Uh, which former Scotland manager did West Ham sign from Norwich? From Norwich? Yeah. Blimey. Oh, crikey. What's his Not that long name? ago. Not that oh, long ago. Oh, God. I, I, I've got his face and I can't... Oh, crikey. Give me a hint. Move on. We'll come back. Which injury-prone, <laughs> mid, which injury-prone midfielder was the last player before Sam Byram to leave West Ham for Norwich in the 2015-16 season? Blimey. Pass. Uh, which goalkeeper did West Ham sign from Norwich in 2006? I'm going to say um, Rob Green. Correct. Who played for Crew <laughs> Norwich, West Ham and England? Crew Norwich, West Ham and England. Oh, blimey. No That's time. That's your time. That's I thought that I was the one. easiest one. Hey. You got one, which means you're equal to our friend Andy from Newcastle a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll go back through them. Um, so last game was at Carrow Road. It was a 2-2 draw. We were 2-0 up, only to concede twice in three I minutes. I remember that match and I can't remember who bloody scored it. So Payet and Noble. Oh, uh, blimey, so, I was going to so say Payet. If you were going to pick two players from 2016, you might, you know, that wouldn't have been a bad guess. Um, Matthew Everington got sent off with about, oh, three, with about three minutes left. And that was uh, the Snake Pit, which is an area of, of, of fans who um, are in the corner next to the main singing section. Um, they do like to point out to the referee and assistant referee when, when the ball is an inch out of the quadrangle. Oh, and God. It, it worked on that occasion. Uh, Malky Mackay. Um, the, the racist hero. Uh, he was uh, he signed for West Ham from Norwich and went on to manage Scotland briefly. Uh, he wasn't Matt with Ch- us long though. <laughs> uh, no, he about, I think about 40, 40 games. I think he played two, yeah. two goals. I think I saw. Um, Matt Jarvis was the injury pro midfielder. He's only actually just left Norwich. 
Um, he's he's an absolutely top guy, absolute gentleman, but he's just had the most hideous of, of luck with injury, which he did at, at West Ham as well. Um, Rob Green is is obviously the one you got the um, the uh, European uh, champion, and you know got got his medal, didn't he, just before he retired with, with exactly. Chelsea? Exactly, he was a good lad as well. Well loved by the West Ham fans. And yes, and with, well, he was a long servant. I mean, he he yeah. he, he, for, he was with you nearly as long as he was with us, uh, and with us he won. He won the league um, to, to, to go up to the to the Premier Premier League and and, and yeah he, he he was a really top top guy and the the guy who played for Crew Norwich West Ham in England is Dean Ashton. Oh crikey! Why the hell didn't I think of that? Yeah, I did think that was the easiest one, which is which is why I put it at the end. But hey, crikey. thank goodness you got Greeny uh, or Greeno as we used to call him, um, and that is uh, that does mean that you don't you don't finish up with zero. Look, it's been absolutely fantastic. Thanks so much for your time. Um, I hope you enjoy some of the game, but uh, ultimately I think you might be on the losing side on, on Saturday. Well, you know, I really appreciate you giving us the time to to, to chat on here. And uh, by the way, I was lying. I think we're going to kick you, but <laughs> <laughs> all the best. Have a good weekend. Cheers, mate.